going on, everybody? The Nerds of the Round is back. We are discussing tonight the series finale of our favorite show for the past nine to ten years, Game of Thrones. Episode six, The Iron Throne. As always, it's your co-host, Tone from across the hall, with Sebastian. And our guest that always comes by. You give him food, you give him beer, you give him a couch to sleep on. You ever heard that story? If it's you your boy. A, if you give him a mouse a cookie? I have, and that's you. That's me. What's up? It's your boy, Law. <laughs> Yo, you are very sultry. I, I kind of want you to have a radio <laughs> show now. Like well, this, that was well, this is, the, this, this is the thing. We have a new setup, guys. If you have not seen the Instagram already, if it's you a new can't, setup. If you can't hear the difference <laughs> in audio clarity right yeah. now. Why you sound like you're on Smooth 101? Yo, <laughs> facts. It is what it is, but I will He's say. He's channeling his inner Isaac Hayes. I mean, I'm not, I'm not that sultry, but you know, I'll take the compliment. It is the series finale. I know we have had, we've all had our differences in opinion in this series, this past season, if you will. But still, an era has ended. Game of Thrones will, is no longer with us, and we're here to talk about that that series finale, episode six, and we'll also probably discuss a little bit of how we feel about the show. What we were excited about throughout its run, what we were disappointed in, things we were looking forward to, but overall, let's um, let's dive into it. So, how do we feel? Nothing more than feelings. (laughs) (laughs) I feel this episode came out flat for me. I've been defending this season. You you have you you've been. I think since the beginning, I, I wouldn't say that I'm closer to tone's side of the argument but if i was a middle i would be i would be closer like i'm not true middle i'm closer to the tone side but you, you have you gray jedi you. i've tried to justify a lot of stuff and there were a lot of great things this season what, but this what left final, you flat like what what left you feeling like eh. i've been hit over the head because i kept co- comparing it to like food uh, well let, let's com- let, let's compare it to this you have that bomb ass foreplay that's going on right mm-hmm but then you get into that really weak finish. That's what it kind of felt like. It's, yeah. It's like it's like you bite a sandwich, and pretty much, yeah, you're you're hungry, you enjoyed it, but you're still hungry, and that's kind of like how it felt with this. It, it's like I didn't yeah. hate it, nor did I like this last episode. I'm like right in the middle. You yeah. know, oh, you know, it's bad. Like I've so I've had friends make similar. Um, like analogies towards like food for this uh this uh season in terms of like you know when you when you try to introduce your friend to like a new restaurant yeah and be like yo this is the spot this is the favorite food that i get like it's gonna be the bomb and then like there's a different chef or something like something oh, went yeah. wrong that day <laughs> and then you're Head just chef like is out. something's wrong so like they're introduced to it and it's not the best it should be so like a lot of my friends who are on the outside looking in to this whole Game of Thrones fandom are just like, yo, y'all were getting me mad hyped. I was going to finish it. I was going to watch it. And y'all look all upset and bitter. Like, you know. But I think a lot of people, like, some of the stuff that people are upset about is because their fantasy didn't play out. Their, the way they want the story told. <clears throat> there was a lot of entitlement yeah, this season. there was a lot of that. But I'm a subset because it's like there were things that I felt that needed a few more episodes for answers. So there were things that just didn't feel right story-wise. Um, there were things that worked. Again, the show just felt flat. It's like 
huh? <laughs> yeah, no, I uh, <clears throat> I agree on those points. It's one of those things where I'm with you 100% that we needed more time with our with our favorite characters. I, going back to heel turn 2019. <laughs> wow. The best heel turn. That was strong. It that was, was really strong. I mean, it was the heel turn itself, and I know we, t- we talked about this last week, the heel turn itself if you look at it individually of where of what it could have been could have been one of the best things yes. but then to have her do the heel turn and have her give her tyrant speech right to then end 40 minutes in the episode it was you it, it was too much it was so it was such a letdown i was already i was already how i felt about episode 5 and then i was like all right cool well let's see what evil danny does did you and then did she want you goes. expecting more <laughs> from evil danny to where like I think we needed a few. They needed a full season. We needed, needed just time episodes. with her. Yeah. I mean, I understand. I, I wanted to see the ramifications of what happened. Like that's I, it. I'm with you. Where even if they wrapped it in this one episode, I would have rather seen like ten years later and seen her like take on a few more countries and parts of the world and well, yeah, see I mean, if you're gonna do a time jump. Yeah, that's uh, but I, I don't. Right. I don't think that's her story. Like I do think they ended it the way George wanted it to end. Yeah, but. I, I, like I said before, I can't sit here and say I, I that will. that heel turn and the events and all the things she does is gonna. We're gonna see more. We're gonna. You're gonna read more of that. For me, the heel turn, um, I loved it, but the interaction. I guess what killed it for me was her interaction with John. Her and John's interactions felt flat, and then the whole thing. You knew what was gonna happen. Well, that whole relationship is flat. Well, That's, yeah, it's, yeah. You're they, comparing it to him and Egret, who's his wife in real life. And that yeah. relationship felt but real. No, I wasn't, but I'm not. I'm not trying to compare it to. Uh, what I'm trying to compare I, it to I is even, that I have nothing to compare it to. I'm saying like the way how it was played out, um, at the end, and then when he stabbed, I didn't feel any emotion or feel sad for those two characters. It's yeah. like there was no emotion there. The one who showed the most emotion in the scene was the, was the goddamn dragon. Yeah, give it up to Drogon. Yeah, yeah. Facts and. And just with the dragon alone, it's like the dragon did the bird John. He know John killed Dan Aris, but he saw. Yeah, I'm gonna say the name wrong. Go ahead, pronunciation. We've only got we've only got this episode and one more. That scene with Drogon was just very powerful because he noticed that the the root of all evil was the throne, and he burnt down the throne, and took his mom and bounced. He's like, "Fuck yeah, I'm not I, staying here." I, I do respect the symbolism for that. Like, I yeah. I I appreciate what they did. Um, in terms of that, I appreciate that they had the interaction with John and Tyrion to kind of emphasize on John, like this is what you're doing. Like it, 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 that whole conversation equates to, um, what's the quote where it's like, "Good men who do nothing are like." Oh, I mean, I it, mean it was it was they kept talking about. <clears throat> I forgot the it's a it's a poem the first they took the socialists that's kind of what they alluded to where like and this is kind of what the community was arguing about that's pretty much what Tyrion and John's argument was a really good allegory to what the community was feeling a week ago but it's pretty much we let this person do this and we didn't do anything and then it got to a point where it was too late and I'm but, I'm butchering but the whole the other, yeah, thing but, but of, it was but it's the whole thing. I mean, that's another good thing that was about the episode because Tyrion kind of explained her heel turn in a way. He was like, she did this stuff to evil people. She yeah. did this stuff. She burnt at the Thraki lords. She burned the slavers' masters. We didn't care about it because these were bad people. Mm-hmm. 
But then when it was women and children, he's like, she was doing this stuff. He explained it. Like, she was already doing this stuff. This was her character. And it took for I Tyrion think, to explain that. I go, that was. But he still, but John still didn't turn. It no, wasn't. It wasn't. It was, wasn't. John Snow was weak. It, in was, this, man. it wasn't until he was like, "Well, what do you think is going to happen when she goes to your sister?" Because right. he's like listening to John's listening to Danny give her it's give her queen. talk. She's still my and queen. I don't care what language you're saying. Winterfell is Winterfell you, yeah. in Valyrian and Dothraki and Spanish. It doesn't matter. It's still Winterfell. Right. <laughs> That's why I go, I feel like John was just really weak in this episode, portrayed very weak. It's like, this was the moment where I feel like we needed Jon Snow to come out, not, oh, Jon Snow. We need Commander Jon. Yeah. But, but, I, but I think that you're, you weren't going to get him anyways. Yeah. This whole season, I think, I think it's mostly because he's always been so reluctant. And again, it plays to his character that he's always thrown into things like he never wanted to be in the positions he was in but this um, was even even so much as him falling in love with danny was not necessarily by choice but by circumstance i feel like but you know even, what i mean but even in times like john's character he has always stepped up to do the right thing and is always like he needed to have for me i don't know he he felt flat it, it felt flat it didn't feel like he stepped up to the plate. Um, obviously, he did the deed that had to be done, but it was flat. Now, what, do you think anyone else could have done that deed? Like anyone should have? <clears throat> um, no, it needed to be John. No, I mean, it, 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 in, in one way, if you weren't going to have John fight the Night King, it was going to be him. It was either going to be him and Arya. Let's be real; those are the only two people that they would have had killed her. And even then, I don't even know how Arya would have gotten past uh, Drogon, we're, the boss. Where oh, oh, yeah. I, I was like, she's getting past who? Because she definitely got past the entire unsolid and the Dolce Grab. Well, I mean, I, I don't. And, well, they got the respawn. I wouldn't. I, would, I mean, I wouldn't say she got past them because she is part of the <coughs> quote unquote good people. Right. Um, I think there was a lot of blurred lines. This well, uh, blurred line was um for me the whole thing with the the Thracian Grey Worm. It's like Grey Worm all of a sudden is going to keep John prisoner. Yo, can we talk about Grey Worm for a yeah, second? Can we, can we, can we, can I we? mean, before we go to Grey Worm, I can speak to the Dothraki thing. And logically, the Dothraki not going after John makes sense because the people, them as a people, respect power. Yeah. They, so John taking out their leader. Right. And they're like, all right. Uh, but they were well, still following the Unsullied for some reason. No, no, I mean, we didn't see them follow the Unsullied. No, they didn't go on the ship. They, if you notice in the episode when people were walking in King's Landing, there were some Unsullied dudes. They were carrying their swords. Yeah, yeah. So but the, <coughs> no, the Dothraki uh, were selling their horses, and they like looked at John and just kept it pushing. Like they weren't, they didn't even care. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was only, it was really only Grey Worm who felt the type of way. At the because, end of the day, yeah. One of the, th- that's why I don't get with this writing. One of the Dothraki who respect power, who basically, if you kill their call, if the person who kills their call becomes their new call, wouldn't they have fought the Unsullied if they were going to try to capture John? I think it would have to be a. I don't. I mean, I think I'm not saying they that John had them as his followers. I'm just saying that if they knew that John was the one that killed Daenerys, then they're not going to do anything to him because their whole culture is about following yeah, power. power. So I'm not saying he can use their army to fight the Unsullied. I think that would have been very sloppy. I do find it hard to believe that that Grey Worm has the emotional capacity to keep himself in check after yeah after yo, after everything that happens now can I talk about pick me pick me yes 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 tag yo i really 
really, really hated that they didn't even like allow Grey Worm a cheap shot. No. Like he sat there and was like, Oh, John needs to pay for his his crimes and this and third. But the whole way through, like the first time you kinda see um in this past episode where John's not doing anything and he's telling them to stop and Grey Worm looks like he's about to fuck him up. But yeah. what happens? John gets thrown back into battle and reluctantly just has to like keep it keep it going. Now you see in this episode he grabs Grey Worm's arm and I was like, Oh, it's about to go down. <laughs> yeah. And it does it. And then it happens again where like even off the boat or just like I, I expected a cheap shot at some yeah, point. At like, some point. Even even if it wasn't a full blown full blown fight, I feel like Grey Worm, Worm owed him that punch. Absolutely. It would have yeah. definitely been valid. And and that's why I feel like, you know, I don't think Grey Worm... And I, and I know people are going to be like, oh, it's not that big of a deal to show yeah. a punch by a Grey Worm. But it is because he's kept it together for so long. And at this point, but I feel like he has he, nothing left to, to like... Yeah, he has nothing left to yeah. lose. He, he, so, he lost so why his not? shit in the last episode. Right. Because, like, when the, the minute that she set fire, he threw that spear right into um, those guys. Mm-hmm. And without hesitation, just started killing I people. Mean, I mean, he threw it... <sighs> yes. Okay. But that's why okay. I feel like, you know, even when he was cutting those guys' throats in the street, the Lannister soldiers, he's cutting their throats. And he's like, you know, no hesitation. He's like, my queen said it. My queen. And everything's his queen. So that's why I feel if John killed, John killed Danny, why didn't Grey Worm kill him? Like, to me, I feel like that's what his character would have done in that circumstance, not keep John alive. Yeah, <clears throat> I think so. I mean, but maybe they didn't kill Tyrion, and Tyrion was no. still around. And maybe they, maybe know. there was some kind of, maybe they knew that there would have been retaliation of killing John, Because there are some prisoners of war that you just don't off until... But she's never taken prisoners. This That's whole true. time with his, with with her mother's right. side, but she's not. In, but she's not. She's not. She's not there to the east anymore. <laughs> she's not in the east, but she's also not there. She died. Like there's yeah. there's no one to kind of. That's one of the things. For you know me. what I mean? Like, yeah. so Tyrion Tyrion betrayed her. He's no longer hand of king. John essentially has the right to the throne, but no one knows that in the Unsullied, and nor would they care. They have no need to care. Mm-hmm. Um. Essentially, Varys was dead. There was no one else in that inner circle other than Grey Worm to kind of execute any orders or execute anything. And he's such an an obedient person, Grey Worm, that he needs someone to give him the okay before he does something. Which is probably why he didn't suck up on Sean, but I still call bullshit I, there's just there's <coughs> stuff we don't know i mean they do that that two week time 10 day two week time jump yeah, that, that giant and we kind of don't know what happened King's in between is magically King's still. landing is magically okay i mean they were at the i mean the meeting of the the well, council they were in, yeah of um but that was already in the ruins that was with the, the arena yeah that was, that was at the dragon ruins. pits yeah, yeah. it was I, it was i was in it and then i wasn't it I, it was it, just a hard it's re, it was really it's really hard to wrap up this show it was very hard to wrap so, up the show after so much time, knowing that they 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 could have extended it and they could have extended so some storylines. I'll, I'll give them credit in some regards. They did wrap up things. They did do a good job of wrapping up things. Now, was it a good job wrapping up things nicely and neatly? No, 
they literally like you know when you get christmas gifts and you can tell who's the best gift wrapper <laughs> yeah it was essentially that they gift wrapped but it was like it was shoddy like it didn't look presentable they just gave it to you with a bow on top essentially they kind of give you a gift bag and, yeah and threw Ooh. a tissue paper on top and was like yo at, well, at least, least, at least the, the the inside is what counts. Well, at least it didn't end with fade to black. That we don't know what's gonna happen with the characters. It's mm. like I I understand some people's point of view. What they're saying about uh, oh, it's you know our end of following their story, but their journeys are still continuing. I get that, but again, it's, that's how everything ends. Yeah, but it's a, it's it felt flat. It just you know, really felt flat. Like okay, let, let's go let's go to where we have the lords and ladies of Westeros, right? Mm-hmm. You essentially bring back a lot of these characters that we haven't seen almost all season. For what? Until Why? Until and, hi- and hide a bottle of water. To sh- yeah, just that. Well, aside from that, just to show that all the houses are not gone. It, it pains me. As visually beautiful, like the production on this season was top notch, that this is like the second mess up and it, it was so bad that not only one water bottle was found it was two yeah it was two it was two i didn't know it was two yeah, it was i two. was yeah. like i'm not i'm not doing this <laughs> like i'm, I'm, I'm like, like I'm yo not, i'm, I'm so over this, this. like i, I yeah, it's disappointing had two, they had two years two years to work on this and it's like okay who was that who was dry who was at the wheel i mean i i mean i have to put Jesus it to there's the gotta wheel. be there's got there's gotta be fatigue there's just fatigue, man. Like when they did, they did fifty-five nights for one episode. And, but you, you know, have someone who's behind there who has to look at all these these clips and all that. Yeah, that was someone's big mess up. They could have easily wrote, that wrote that it shot, out. that last shot where they're um, they're choosing Bren as the new king took apparently a few days to shoot, and it was like really long. And um, I was looking at an interview today that Sophie Turner, like every time she thought they called cut or they called rap. Like she thought they were done, and she just wanted to be like, she just needed it to be over with. Like that was the last scene that they shot, and she was just like, I just need this to be done. And I feel it. Like it, you can oh, looking I mean, looking looking at a lot of the interviews that I've seen, it just looks like or sounds like that they were just you know it it is what it is. We're tired. We gave it our all, and we did what we could. We don't blame the actors. I don't blame no, the production I mean, the staff. Production, the staff. I I am more so like. I, I feel like the ball was dropped on certain on certain things. It feels you know? like the quality of writing and what was the, I think I feel like somewhere the showrunners kind of gave up. I mean, I wouldn't say gave up. I would say they pulled a George R. R. Martin and got a little bit lost and a little bit stuck. Mm-hmm. But without, it's just hard to to emulate what he does. It, it's it, hard it's, to have all these characters and go these different paths, and then, and then even though you're given the you're given the cliff notes of what is supposed to be the end, you as the writers and showrunners have to come up with the idea to get there and make is, it thematically make sense. But this is the thing for me: you guys had two years because you took that year break. You had time to put this together, this especially with this final episode. You could have done with test audience or something like that you had i, I don't know that i would have done anything i mean I, I think i think like like tom mentioned it's one of those things where you have the end product and you are so far from that end that you kind of look at it and go how do we get here mm-hmm. 
and finish where we feel satisfied and we feel like we at least got there. It may be sloppy, but they got there. You know what I mean? No, it, they got there. Of, Listen, I give all credit where it's due. Listen, I'm happy we got an ending for the show. I'm glad we didn't get a Sopranos ending. I'm yeah, glad we right, didn't get an right, angel right. ending because we know that that was horrible. Um, I'm happy with some of the, the directions that they're working. Like I said, I don't hate the episode, but I don't like it either. It's really flat, and I feel again, there's someone mm. dropped the ball in some way. And I mean, it, it, I guess it's like when you compare it to other stuff that we've had endings for, because we had the ending the Marvel Universe this year, and we had a satisfactory great ending. Yeah, we've had yeah. endings for like you know Avatar: The Last Airbender, and that had a really strong ending to it, and still had that epilogue of uh, you know where are these characters going. I mean, I think when it comes to those things, when it comes to Marvel, when it comes to I didn't see Avatar, but I know Avatar is an ind- is an independent IP. Is that you have someone? This is all this is all coming from people who are creating it, who are creating the yeah. the product, the movies and moving forward with your story. So they have an idea and they have a vision. And I've heard of stories where Kevin Feige would not, like pretty much what happened with Ant-Man, yeah. with Edgar Wright, he had a direction for Ant-Man and Kevin Feige was not having it and then they switched directors because it wasn't part of his vision. So he was able to see it through. With Game of Thrones and I think some other, and probably some other stuff, especially when authors pass away, you, it's the author's, it's the author's story. So, these showrunners, you're not the author. You can be talented. You can be good. You're not George. So you can only work with, with, with so much, but you don't have that thought process. You don't have that vision. You don't have that end game to, to, get, thing, to get it there. But that's what they say um, in, in, in writing class. Like, um, you, as a great screenwriter, you, shouldn't, you have to know the beginning and the ending of your story. And then you have to come up with what's in the middle. Yeah. Like, um, these guys have been working on this stuff. And again... Not gonna shoot them down because it is hard work. Right. These guys put something together. Do you I, think they planned for ten seasons? I, I don't think they planned for ten seasons. I know HBO offered them ten, ten, ten seasons, because ten it, episodes. Because it's, it almost seems like they were like, "All right, we're doing this, we're doing this, we're doing this, we're doing this," and then they got to a point where they were like, "We're so close to the end that we could just finish now," and then they were like fuck it and they went all hands on deck but i feel like we could have had this we could have had a season where you know half the season was dealing with the night king because a lot of people are like you know with that night king battle yeah. although it was great the battle of winterfell <laughs> some people still wanted like the um the white walker the generals at least the generals to fight yeah yeah we didn't even get that like they're just standing there looking pretty yeah we could have still had the whole thing of learning more about the golden company um we needed something with cersei we needed yeah. and then i've i've been on the whole thing that if they wanted to do a short last season like not this one but a short last season you deal with the night king properly and you give him his due diligence you deal with cersei properly and you deal with the battle for king's landing or the battle with the golden so you would give at least two episodes per maybe two episodes per maybe maybe part of the season i would definitely have another season Mm -hmm. i would look at as another season i'm not a writer but just looking at it with all the material that we have you kind of just give it that slow that slow burn to get you there to give you that satisfying chunk and then as we go through that and as Daenerys is losing forces and going through her losses and going through this political back and forth going through maybe seeing her do what John did when he was trying to become king of the north and going to different houses and talking to people and just trying to get allies and Westeros not caring for her for her to have that 
these people don't care about me thing. This country doesn't care about me. All the lies my brother told me. It's all be, it's all bullshit. Leading up to when you go to King's Landing, defeating defeating the Golden Company, defeating the Iron Fleet, knowing she wins, and then you have that snap, knowing it's been building up to it, but she actually fucking does it. Then it's gonna be like, holy shit, this finally happened. And then you have your next episode, and you've got you've got her and her reign starting, pretty much like how episode ten and if season six ended with Cersei beginning her reign as queen. You cut to black, and that's it. And then you have your next season. It can be a shorter season, but it's how the country deals with Daenerys. Mm-hmm. Because I'm, and I'm gonna sit, stand in my soapbox, and I'm gonna stay here, and I'm gonna tell you, I would give at least there's probably 250 pages of Daenerys as the as the Mad Queen. with with her heel turn. At yeah. least there's yeah. got to be because it's like it it was. It was great. I like for me again. Like I said, defended as much as last episode. It was great. The heel turn, because I saw it. I kept saying it. She's gonna be the Mad Queen. She's gonna flip. She's gonna flip her shit. Like that's it. But the way that it ended. I mean, we had that beautiful shot with the dragon behind her when she was walking to. to go yeah, that was the cinematography was fantastic yeah, was the, in this last episode. Wrong, yeah, but there's again, it just. I don't know. It just for me, as I watched it all go down, you 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 can see how it was going to go down. You knew he was going to use the the short sword on his side, and it just I don't. It just felt flat. It just for me, it just like, eh, eh. yeah. And there's, it, and it, there's it nothing we can do it. about it. Yeah. There's nothing we can say to make it feel better. It's just something we can talk about. It's something we live with. If you want to read the books, you can. I got them. <laughs> also too, and I have to, but also too that second council scene. Even though it was funny, I kind of appreciated it. But again, with the tone in some parts of the show, I felt it was kind of out of place for the episode. It's out of place because we haven't seen those people. That to me, that yeah. is the negative kind of fan service. Is when you bring all these things in, but they haven't had any relevance in the last season and a half. Yeah, you know, like we haven't seen Robin, so it's cool that Robin glowed up and everyone's like going crazy for him. He's the new Neville, you know. He's the new (laughs) Neville, but I haven't seen him. I haven't seen him. We've seen Royce this whole time. He's been the representative of the Vale, and then he just shows up. And then we have a new Prince of Dorne. Like that was first of all, Dorne was a wash, but the way they handled Dorne and with the Sand Snakes and Alaria just pretty much killing the Prince of Dorne—that's insane. And how that country recovers from that, I don't know. Who's his family member? I don't know. Right? Some offshoot cousin. Just some offshoot cousin, probably. It's just... And then you've got... You've got... um, Oh, my goodness. Uh, Tully. Yeah. Her uncle. Edmure. We have Edmure Tully coming. Yeah, where he's... Well, I mean, he was in prison for a while because of what happened with the Lannister forces. And then, I guess... He was filming another show. And No, that's that's fine. That's fine. Because he's in... He's in... in, um, I think he's an outlander. Yeah. So well, he's a scumbag in Outlander. His, I know his past self is a scumbag because Jackie tells yeah. me he's like an asshole. He's it's, a he's fucking really asshole. Good. The show yet. Um, we got a new Outlander. Um, but yeah, he comes out of nowhere. Like we knew he was alive, but we don't know what happened to him. We don't know what happened to his wife or his child. It's just there's so many these characters are coming in. Like the the wonderful thing about Game of Thrones is you have this diverse cast and group of people and families, and then season seven comes and we kind of. Get, we clear the table and we kind of keep it contained to Stark, Lannister, Targaryen. And then the last episode 
30 minutes left, kind of our pseudo epilogue. Let's bring in all these other families. It's just been like, where have you been? You guys didn't take a side in the war. It's, it's Hashtag Brian, let the ink dry. <laughs> Yo, let's not even get into that. Oh, man. But it, it comes down to one of those things where you're creating this beautiful masterpiece. Let's say you're creating like a blanket, let's yeah. say, or a shirt. And you're like, maybe got like a sleeve left, let's say, the collar. And all of a sudden you just crumple up a lot, the rest of like your yarn or whatever you use. And you just quickly sew it up and call it a day. It's still a shirt. It's not a nice looking shirt. It could have been. See, I'm, I appreciate we had an ending. We have an ending because I'm one of those Firefly victims. I wish we had an ending <laughs> for Firefly. Oh, man. We're never going to have I'm that. I'm glad that I but at least I you had a, that That's a season. Break. So that's... It's, it's a great season. It's a great season. Right. It's a great season. Yes. But it's, it's disappointing we, we get that movie Serenity. Yeah. So, <laughs> so where were the highlights? The highlights for me, again, um, was Drogon. Yeah. Um, in front of the castle, coming over the snow slash ash, it was pretty dope. That was pretty dope. Yeah. That, that, that was like that was like a game of um, Lost Souls right there. Like, uh oh, yeah, died. Lost Souls or God um, of War or something. It was pretty cool. Tyrion speech. To also, John. wait, can we backtrack? I'm sorry, not to cut you off, but you brought up you brought up um, like the Lost Souls, and it reminded me of Arya on the White Horse. Where did that go? Like, not, not even that. Like, what the fuck was the significance? It was just a red herring. So it was my original It was my original thought when we watched that episode of what the fuck is that horse? While the internet was like, it's an allegory to, oh, right. to death, and the I'm like, fourth horseman. Uh, it's like, no, it's just it's just a horse that I just shows up. that was just a missed opportunity. It's your Uber. <laughs> <laughs> Brand sent her the Uber. Brand, King Brand sent an Uber. Oh, man. You know, and the whole thing with the green eyes, too. I remember I, to- I was sitting here talking to you guys like, nah, man, the green eyes is just BS. It's just like she just killed a bunch of green eyes. And everyone's like, no, I wonder green if, eyes if, are significant. If these are things that are actually relevant to George, though. Maybe. I don't think. No, the, no, I don't knowing think, him, I would. I don't think the horses, maybe the prophecy with, um, with Arya. I'm trying. I'm really trying to recall. I don't know if she meets Melisandre, though. I think they kind of just did that. Oh, okay. I'm I'm I may be wrong. I, again I haven't I haven't read that's uh Storm of Swords, so I haven't remember that, but I don't think they meet in the in the books. Okay. Like that. In like in the with the uh the, with, the, with the Brotherhood. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You know, some of the prophecies they make sense, but it'll it, there's a, but there's also a bunch of characters that are alive that died. Uh the books just for reference so you kinda know where they're so at. You, so you kinda know like so if there are characters that are alive that are dead in the book, it, 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 when does the um, show be um, called oh. the showrunners instead of the authors? Like in general? like with the sh- Oh, I'll tell you right now. So pretty much season five is when kind of it all halted. So season five is when John was stabbed. That's how pretty much book five ends. The, the walk, the penance walk for Cersei. Stannis going for his march, not dying, he didn't die. He hasn't. He's not killed yet. But kind of marching onto Winterfell, that's happening. We're getting that. We're we're there at that point. So there's a couple things. Uh, Reek is still Reek. So there's a couple things. There's characters that are still alive. So uh, how close do you think these last few seasons are going to be to George's? So there are some things that happen in the show. So there are three. Uh, I think they were called holy shit moments. 
that George gave them that we know are happening. So one is Shireen being burned by her father. That's going to happen in the books. Okay. The hold or hold the door reveal, how he got his name is hold the door. That's going to happen in the books. It'll probably be differently. I'm not sure if it'll be whites attacking them. I know we'll be seeing it from the perspective of Bran because he is a POV character. So that'll be interesting in how they write that. Okay. And it's speculated that the third one is the heel turn. It's heel okay. turn 2019. Because um, they're all holy shit moments. I mean, I thought Hold the Door was done fantastic. No, that was... That was, that was great. That's one of the saddest scenes. Yeah. Best scenes. And he was gone for a whole season. And it still yeah. was relevant. But, um... All right. I know, cool. we're finish your recap of uh, best moments. I'm sorry. I cut yes. you off. Yeah, yeah, kind of just... Okay, Barristan Selmy. That's who I'm talking about. Barristan Selmy. He's Selmy. still alive. He didn't get killed in a fucking alleyway. With non-skilled... Oh. Fucking fighters, jeez. Yeah, yeah. um, <laughs> all right. Anyway, <laughs> um, no, I mean the dragon. Obviously, Drogon was my best moment, and then again, Tyrion when he was having that talk with John. I think again, Absolutely. this still shows deep down, and also too again, Tyrion for me in that first half. Peter Dinklage was amazing. Yes, he was, Absolutely. and it's like you know when he fu- he it's like he carried that emotion and that weight that you could see that Tyrion had on his shoulders. And then when he discovered where um, Jamie and Cersei died, which is funny, someone did the meme that well, if Jamie was hugging her in this yep. spot, <laughs> I was gonna bring that up. Yeah. Like, yeah. like can they? I mean, I know we keep harping on all these things, but and, we're not gonna harp on that. You um, know, it, it yeah, it just it didn't make sense. I mean, you, you would have thought that you know there well, would have been a rubble, but the fact that he found them again, I guess they wanted to do that to play out story-wise that he sees them and it leads to Tyrion doing what he did when he defied her in front of her entire army. He did it. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of people I guess would speculate that they thought he was going to stab her. I'm kind of glad they didn't oh, no, do that, didn't but the fact that, that he no, 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 the fact no. that he just... I, I don't... I thought she was going to kill him there. I thought yes. he was going to die right there. That's what I thought. Yeah, but yeah, I that, didn't think she was gonna have that mercy and let him go. It was uh, that was that was. I mean, I'm happy because I I always enjoyed Tyrion and I had okay. him as my I had him alive in my pool. So <laughs> <laughs> T- Tyrion hashtag survivor. Um, yeah, but you know he and it just even with his interactions because Brian was a little weird in this episode, but his interactions. When is with he not? Brian, yeah, can, he's can the we? Weir- can we? Brian is the mom? kid. Cat Brian is the yes, kid. Yes, you can talk about Brian. Yes, he's the kid that shows up to, that doesn't show up for the science project, but still gets the A. Mm-hmm. Literally. No, 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 not even that. He he shows up the day of the science fair in the project, but like he hasn't shown up for any of the prep work. Mm. Like my my whole thing is, and I, we touched about upon this in a previous episode where I was like, "Yo, what are the three eye ravens' powers? Like, what does he do? Is it past, present, future?" And, and he, I, I and always thought it was past and present. Right. Three-eyed Raven, come on, you gotta have a, well, at least a third eye for something. Well, one of the theories is that he, they say that um, he was kind of pulling people's strings. In a way. I saw, I saw um, a fan art piece on that, yeah. Nah. But, like, my whole thing is, so, you, you get him a lot saying, you're right where you're supposed to be. He told that to Theon, excuse me, he told that to, um, to John, like, Everyone is where they oh, should be. I'm waiting for a friend, an old friend. You know what I mean? And I don't. Maybe if this alluded to him being like the next Night King, that would have been a cool thing. I don't. I'm just shooting off. But well, that was all a- in all, all in all, right? You have him 
at that battle where the Night King was about to come stab him, right? About to go fuck him up. <laughs> what happens? He essentially goes, all right, I'm going to go now. I need more from that. Those are the moments where I'm like, what was the relevance? We have way, we have a lot of, rele- we have a lot of moments like that. You know what I mean? So and then now you have this episode where he's appointed king and I'm just kind of like, sure, but why? He's king, but we all know who's really king. Right. It's Tyrion. Yeah. Tyrion's running the six kingdoms. Oh, yeah. And, so I, and I already got a thing about the and, six and, kingdoms. And That's, that in itself is crazy. I am happy for how some things played out. I'm yeah. happy for Brienne. Yeah, that was um, very fitting for her to was. become... Hashtag, yo, why did you close the book so fast? But um, whatever. <laughs> you know, Podrick, I'm proud of Podrick. How do you give this guy the coin, though? Title of the coin. Yo, like he's gonna spend it all. <laughs> it's it's fan service. I know yeah, that, it's that, fan that, that service. I like when they pet. Yeah. I had Bron dying in my pool because I was like, "There's no way he's gonna survive this," and then he did. Like I think he should have. I think he should have died last season during the loot train. I can see that. That's what I. I thought he should have died then. That's what I thought he should have died. I thought his time. I mean, I've been calling Bron to die since they went to Dorne. <laughs> Never, I've been wrong because of. The hype I had for the Tornish characters okay. that was quickly wiped away. Oh. They, they just took it away from you. Yeah, they 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 totally they, took it away from they me. They build yes. them up and oh man. Yeah, no, it was it was it was really funny. So I'm reading a bunch of stuff online, and it's like every house in the Reach is just gonna bend the knee and give fealty to fucking Brawn of the Blackwater and not say a goddamn thing. I mean, probably they will because the Tarleys aren't there anymore. Because the Tarleys are like, are strong as fuck. Mm-hmm. But you know, because they killed Randall and Dickon. Because he, you know, he needed to go to his other show. <laughs> he, needed, he needed to go to Umbrella Academy. <laughs> 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 you know, oh, and Randall man. Tarley has to film Downton Abbey the movie. So <laughs> I can't. But uh, yeah, it, it was kind of it's kind of silly. Like I get why why Tyrion offered it to him at first because he had a crossbow pointed at his face. But then to just be like, yeah, we're going to really give you this fucking castle. Right. When all Braun wanted was just a was just a castle. Right. Not the, the castle yeah, of yeah. the Reach, the second richest house in fucking Westeros. Facts. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I don't know. It's Yeah, that to me was a bit silly. That character. And that it was, was very lighthearted, and I get that it's lighthearted, but it's been 10 days. That was a Disney moment. 10 days. Hundreds of people were killed in fucking dragon fire. I, I, think, <laughs> I think the heaviest hearts were only like Arya, possibly, um, John, Tyrion. I give her credit for Macy for carrying that emotion there. Like she, yeah. Even even as what? the assassin Arya? that she was. Yeah. When she yeah. made that statement, she's like, John, I, I know a killer when I see one. I mean, but the whole thing with Arya, I just, they made it such a big to do with her power. You know, like, it, like, it, she, like it, she does it, her flex and she kills Walter Frey, and that was, that was really cool, right? right? Absolutely. And then we open up season seven, with her killing all of the Freys and ripping off his face. That was really cool. Absolutely. And then Sansa discovers the faces in her bag. It's like okay, well, she's like, well, now she can she can fight my guard. She can fight Brienne and almost kill her. And now I see a a bag of faces. In her bag. Right. What's my sister going up to? No one asks. No one asks what the fuck you've been up to. No one asks how you can fight so good. No one knows you're an assassin. And then 
she drops this assassin persona and just does this shift and i just it just felt like how when does this happen we went through this whole journey with you it's all this super strife, conflicting all this strife all this shit After you went through killed the night and king. then and, and then she kills the night king but then it's not she goes with the hound and she talks to him and there's sandor says lot, his thing there's a lot of highs and lows she says he says his piece which makes sense because we know he's been going through that journey yeah so he says that one thing to her and she's like all right I'm I'm gonna go go west of Westeros. That's what yeah, I'm gonna that, do. That was yeah. And it was just, I thought she was gonna do more. I, I almost felt like more stuff. Was, I almost felt like she would have been like, all right, come on, Gendry. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And there's there were so many memes I saw. I saw like them going yeah. like he was on the boat with her. He yeah. Like, yeah. He's like, no, he's got a he's got a he's got a castle. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, yeah. Who wants a castle and got some. Assassin booty, <laughs> you know. And then the other thing about that council too was, no, it, when Sansa had the balls to be like, "Listen, you're my brother, and I love you, but the North needs to be independent." And then no one else says a fucking thing. That's yo. Like, I, I was expe- her thing, I was expecting, but no one um, said anything. Yeah, no one I, says I a that. fucking thing. And you know what? Out of all the houses to say something, if you. It lore-wise, Dorne was the last kingdom to be conquered. Aegon the Conqueror did not conquer Dorne. They killed a dragon, and he was like, okay. <laughs> there's other stuff that happened, clearly. There's other stuff in the lore, but there's no need to go into it right now. They brought, lore, they brought Dorne into the fold through marriage. So then for... And then, and then the north... Or you would have thought the Greyjoys, too. Well, the Greyjoys were different, but just... Looking at the story, and I like I like to go back and just kind of look at how the history was because it is part of the canon. The North, when Torhan Stark came past the Neck to meet with Aegon Targaryen, he had all his bannermen with him, and then he saw the three dragons and he knew about what happened at Harrenhal, and then he knelt and he was like, "We're not, we're not doing this. We're not. I'm not going to lose my people. I'm not going to lose anybody, even though his men were." Like we can fight dragons because they've got that northern pride, but it was like, no, you you're not gonna fight dragons, right? Yo, Winterfell so. is <laughs> straight up the Bronx. Yeah, <laughs> like, let's put it out you know? there right so like, now. They, yeah. so like they knelt and they got they were brought into the fold, and Dorne fought back, and they were married in, and just it felt very very weird for Sansa to be like, I'm not gonna do this. We were we've been having so many issues when then when in reality their issues started maybe a couple years ago, and they've been pretty fine with the crown. You know, aside from the Targaryen thing, <laughs> because what was it? They, the uh, Starks were the friends of the Baratheons, Robert Baratheon, who was the king at the time. Yeah, the the story behind that is that Robert and Ned were both were both fostered uh, by um, by John Aaron. They were like they were just they were just raised together, and then um, and so when all that stuff happened with the Starks. They kind of came together and they they fought together. Yeah, but before the Mad King, there was really no no real issues, and I just thought it was very 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 powerful and cocky of Sansa to just be like, "We're not doing this." And then Bran to give that face of, "Okay," <laughs> and then everyone else to be like, "Okay." Also, also they keep referring to him as Bran, and he he made it to the point while he was still in Winterfell for him to be like, no, I'm not Bran anymore. I'm not Brandon Stark. I'm not, you know, this person that you guys know me as. Let's tell that to the illiterate poor people. <sighs> <laughs> but it's like, you know what I mean? Like, 
it just blows my mind that you're like like at this point it's almost like he's neo right let's say he's mm-hmm. neo and then there is no spoon <laughs> like <laughs> it's just it's, it feels wasted it feels like it, it, would you feel it's the pacing this season that really if they had I don't it's know the, what it is. It's the I, pacing and I, and in I the last two seasons. I, I don't know. I don't know what it is, and I'm I'm kind of like I've heard a lot of the 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 people who support this last episode, who support this last season, and I've heard their arguments, and some of it's valid. Some of it's like, all right, I get it. I know where you're at, but where I stand is like, there. Game of Thrones isn't a show where like we know the good guys don't win. Like we, we definitely know the good guys aren't going to win. We know that they're not going to give us a happy, you know, happy ending. Happy ending. What? Which I don't think we were asking for. Really? No, we weren't asking for, asking asking for that. that. I wasn't asking. We we're weren't asking kind of asking for at this point, just things that were said and put into motion to, and that were given so much value to actually have that same weight in the end, mm-hmm. pretty much, or be told as to why they don't hold weight anymore. Yeah, you know the, what I mean. Like certain plot points that they introduced, right? And then all of a sudden, it's like, wait, what happened to this? Because I'm thinking of like the three I raven again, essentially, like like Neo, and then it's almost like you're not the one or whatever, or he just like what does the three eye raven do? Like I still have questions. No, we just we get we get we get to see what he does in season five. Right? No, season six. We see what he does in season six, because that's when we get the reveal that of who John is. Um, and we see him go back in time a couple times, which was really cool. When I remember watching that season, I thought it was very cool to see him go back to Winterfell and go to the Tower of Joy and see that battle, because that was just a really cool thing. And then in season seven, we see the marriage of Rhaegar and Lyanna, which was also great. But then, But then we don't get... Any more of those flashbacks? Because those flashbacks are really good nuggets of information that kind of help no, flesh they, out the story. They're flashbacks in the prequel. In the prequel, yeah, or like the times where we talked about this before, where a character would go that that this leads to that. So when Tyrion gives his story of why we should give Bran the the, the kingdom, pretty much, he's like, "Who has a better story, Bran?" like okay well when did you hear that story i don't i don't think so i'm just i don't, I don't think well, so. well i mean they're gonna they, yeah but no no, no but to, but, to but finish again, they, they touched yeah. upon that when he the, the 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 episode after the battle of winterfell he was talking to brown by the fire no that's that's my point my yeah. point is though we should have heard that story i get one of the one of my biggest frustrations from this episode aside from one of my biggest frustrations is that when it gets to a point whether you know there's some meaty content there, it just cuts to black. Conversation between Bran and Tyrion would have been awesome. Would have been to me a callback Actually, to when Bran, when Tyrion went back to Winterfell after he was at the wall and spoke they, to Bran and gave him the to, blueprints. Did they get to speak? Because I remember Bran looking back and then someone took his took him. No, 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 no. They spoke. They were at the fire. He asked him about the wheelchair. He said it was always designed by uh, an, okay. an ancestor. And he's like, I want to hear about your story. He pulls up a chair. He says, oh, it's a long story. He's like, well, I got nothing to do all night. And then it cuts to a different scene. I thought that would have been great to see, just to kind of see Tyrion's take on it. Uh, the, other scene, the other scene that happened 
was when Sansa's like, what if there was another? There's that. The other scene of that was when John or Bran tells the sisters John's true heritage. A lot of scenes like that. You want to see these reactions for these characters. To me, that's Game of Thrones. You get that information reveal. Like, it felt like they were very relying heavy on the viewer already knowing the information. Yeah. So they didn't have to talk about it again. I so think, I think what plays to Game of Thrones strength is we see the ripple effects of the pebble thrown in that pond. You know what I mean? Like we see those actions and how they affect people and how they affect entire countries. Yeah. Entire countries, kingdoms, like things one person says in whispered like like corner of a room can forever shape like the rest of this whole story and we've seen that through and through and now we're just like a perfect meme that I saw and I fucking love it. It's a dipper from Gravity Falls holding a piece of paper that says John's not a bastard. His real name is Aegon Targaryen, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) And he's just like, yeah, this is useless. (laughs) You know what I mean? But essentially like you're hyping up a lot of those plot points with no payoff. Yeah, that's definitely going to be a plot. I don't, I mean, you know what? My take on, I have a different perspective on what they did with the John Aegon reveal. I, agree and we all know that Aegon uh that uh that uh not Aegon Rhaegar and Lyanna are his are his parents we all know that right I contest the fact that his name is Aegon the reason why I contest the fact in the books is because in the books we actually there is an actual Aegon who is considered to be the son of Rhaegar who's alive because remember in the, in the in the show those babies were killed by the mountain gotcha right but in the in book five, it's revealed that Varys switched the baby, Aegon the boy, took him away, and he's out in Essos learning how to be a king. He has all these educators, mm. and he's with one of the older hands of the kings, raising him. Right. So his name is Aegon. Everyone in the community calls him Fagon, like fake Aegon. And there's a reason to that. Like part of Ridley history, he's a Blackfire, which is an off family because they were bastards from Aegon the fourth, and that's the whole thing. We don't have to go into that. Gotcha. Okay. But I think they used the fake Aegon, gave a gave John the name Aegon to allude to that, and then it leading to nothing because it eventually leads to a contention between Daenerys and fake Aegon. And not John. And John has a different Targaryen name. So that's how I think about it. I mean I may be wrong, but it would be interesting to see what they do there. They're not doing anything there. I mean, well, no, no, no. In the, the, the books. Oh, okay. I was like, well, what George does. I was like, potty done. No, 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 what George does. Well, I can say this. I know John is definitely not returning back. He's leaving with the free folk because I think um, they foreshadowed that when um, Tormund was like, come live with the free folk. Uh, you know, you're always welcome to the, the, the true north. Mm-hmm. And I think John stepped away. That that was like the clue that, like, you know what, when he looked back, I'm not coming back. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that it was foreshadowed so much as, like, everything just came full circle. You know what I mean? Like, John ended up back where he was. Arya is out on the lamb again. Not on the lamb, but... Well, but, well Arya's but she's, a pirate she's, now. Yeah, she's, she's a pirate. We're going to get, gonna get but, pirate But she's, she's not held down to anything. Like, she's no. always been one to do her own thing, and she's doing her own thing now. Like, those things I kind of get and I understand. Um, I respect that she... That uh, Sansa took parts of her dress and made it, f- um, made it 
a point to like kind of take reference of the the women who like she like came across throughout the the history of thrones you know what i mean i gotta say this i mean like part part of her dress part of her her queen's uh wardrobe was a little bit of cersei a little little bit of um marjorie a little bit of who was uh marjorie's grandmother uh elena elena um and was it cersei's elena marjorie and i forgot the other person i think her mom ultimately at the end sansa became the most powerful queen in the end because she played that game whether you liked her or hated her throughout the series it just for me was a full circle for her she she there was no there was no other way for her to end up though there was no other way with what she's gone through not not so much like she's entitled to it but she's learned and grown so much that it it would be hard pressed to not find her the queen on the iron well, throw if you, if you at this point you know what i mean like if 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 if, if sansa would have spoke up and said i'm gonna take the throne i think people would have argued it but no one would have questioned it after a while i think they would have let it happen i feel i think I feel honestly and i think she would have probably been the better choice but her character i really feel her character would have taken if she really wanted to because of what she learned from Littlefinger. no absolutely that's all like, yeah no, but I liked her. I liked her overall yeah. character development. Yeah. I thought it was. I, f- I mean, I found Sansa annoying in the first couple of seasons because she was just so doe-eyed and ignorant to everything around her. And then after she went through all of the nonsense she went through, pretty much, and kind of learning the game, she really kind of used that information to her advantage. I mean, there were some questionable things, like why didn't she tell John she had the veil? Yeah. But again, that was the lessons i feel she learned from Littlefinger. yeah she kept certain things it's like she she was like a poker player throughout her entire arc um when she started to learn um she didn't show her full hand until it came time like oh you thought you had that bam no because like look how she dealt with Littlefinger at the end yep when Littlefinger thought that he had her wrapped around his finger that's when you knew she became she came full circle Littlefinger was for a character like oh yeah. look at me i have pocket aces she, well like but I, her arc at the end was again i think it her and um what's his face um Greyjoy. um you're you're on great no. you're no neither theon 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 yeah, yeah. No, theon and um sansa i think are two of the characters who've came full circle with their arcs i me. would definitely say that yeah and Something I was just thinking about now, look, if you look at Sansa when she was full-blown running Winterfell, Cersei when she was queen, and Daenerys when she was out and marine, you see different types of leadership between the three of them. You've got Mm -hmm. Cersei who doesn't give a shit about the people. You've got Daenerys who is a dictator tyrant, thinks she knows what's good for the people. And then you have Sansa who's really working with her constituents and the people under her to make sure everything's taken care of. Right. And it was just a really nice dynamic if you look at all three of them as leaders and seeing how where two of them really go wrong, where Cersei goes wrong and where Daenerys goes wrong because Daenerys takes her leadership experience, but that type of leadership experience doesn't work for an entire country. No, it doesn't. She no. tried to treat Westeros like Marine, but Marine's a city. Right. With slavers and slaves, and Westeros is a full blown country with seven people. She basically kingdoms. tried to roll up from Staten Island <laughs> and showed and showed up to the Bronx like, yo, what's up? And we were just like, nah, <laughs> where are you going, fam? Yeah. 
and I, I, I really, it, 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 with Arya's ending too, Arya's, I, I really want to see the adventures of pirate Arya. I don't. I want to see it. That was already I, I confirmed. Be, I that got not watched. happening. I actually I just saw it. it. I just I just saw it on my phone saying they turned they they. Sorry, Charlie. I just it, it, come on. You don't want her to see um was it Captain Jack Sparrow? No, I don't want to see. <laughs> I'm. I don't want to see any showrunner make up their own fucking canon. Rather, just, that's why they're going back in the past. Overall, I'm sad to see the show go. Oh, yeah. I wish. We got more seasons, and as Sebastian said, it did feel a little flat. There were some things at the end that were... That sounds like a graduation speech. <laughs> not a graduation we'll speech. We'll play, play the graduation song in the No, background. please, God, don't. Please don't do that. <laughs> By the seven, please don't do that. Oh <laughs> By the old gods and the new. Um, I really... I like, like we said, I like that John went back north. It sucks that... And we finally got him to pet some. Um, no, I'm not ghost. even. Not, pet well, ghost. First of all, let's before I go into my whole quote unquote graduation speech, <laughs> I really enjoyed that there were some somehow the writers of this show for episode six knew that everything that we bitched about <laughs> was brought up in this show. Tyrion and John's conversation in the, in their pseudo prison was pretty much the community after season five, episode five, and then John pets ghost after everyone was like, "Yo, why did he not pet his goddamn Facts. dog?" <laughs> and he's just Facts. he's just rubbing them all over. Like everyone felt so happy. There was just this moment of breath let out across the country after he touched oh, his man. fucking digital dog. If he didn't even. If he didn't even touch that dog in that oh, scene. Oh, man. And then, but no, it was just funny that John went through all this crap for Tyrion to be like, yeah, so Grey Worm wasn't going to have it. So you got to go take the black again. Mind you, Grey Worm also, and his boys are about to get in a ship and go to North. But you still got to take the black and go north. And you have to go through your uh, sister's country, which is now Independence. And still take the black. I'm sorry. <laughs> also, like, like, why? Like, why? Like, why is the Night's Watch still a thing? I don't know. I don't know why the Night's Watch is still a thing. The wall isn't needed anymore because it's supposed to protect from the others, but the others are gone. So, but also, I don't think they're. I don't think they're brothers anymore. I mean, they, they look like a full squad up there. Yo. No, no, no. It looked like wildlings. Yeah, it was all wildlings. Oh, if you if you went to the cut when he because he goes to Castle Black, he's not like going barely, to. Yeah, he's not going like to Eastwatch. Oh, okay. okay, it looked like I, just wildlings. I thought I saw a lot of like guys in black. I was like, Yo, what is with the respawn on this fucking like series? No, right I know now? the respawn was serious. Look up the, <laughs> the Halo respawn. But anyway, I just I enjoyed the, I enjoyed how they ended John's story. Just him going up north. Mm-hmm. I liked the. The vision that we, I don't know if you caught it, when they're panning out after they're going at the gate, you saw the, the green grass growing. Yeah. It's kind of like that whole spring thing. The last book is also called The Dream of Spring, so that's probably why they did that. And how they end the show with them going into the Haunted Forest, which is how they started the show. Yep. Me I thought I, that was pretty nice. I Like I said, I neither like nor hate the episode. I'm happy that we've had a complete series. Um, I thank everyone that has worked on this show from day one and jump, um, past and present and, you know, whatever. Um, 
remember, we are on Facebook. Follow us and like our page. We are on Twitter, the Nerds O T R. Yo, the authoritative face they get on. <laughs> Sweet <laughs> at us. Close. Sweet at us. Ask us questions. Communicate. Engage. I'm all about it. Yo. And not and gonna lie, Tony's been getting so good at Twitter. I'm so <laughs> proud of him, and it's been hilarious. Yeah, Twitter's been fun. And then also follow us on Instagram. We are the Nerds of the Round, all one word. Oh yeah, got and some fun stuff. There. We got also, a lot of fun um, pictures, memes, comments. See, Bass, we got some sponsors. Oh yeah, we can't forget the sponsors. Yep. We are going to say Inbion, I N B E O N dot com. Use the code Get Nerdy with it. Ten percent off on all merch and comics on the website and we cannot forget you can also use that at mbioncon.com conventions coming up august 24th you catch me law at the convention maybe tone too probably drag me. Him with us we'll see we're gonna drag you you'll drag you'll me there. i'll actually be, be there. there maybe maybe just me Darn. we'll see <laughs> <laughs> i just gotta schedule the time it'll be fun It'll be fun. I can actually participate with you guys. Yeah, you can save ten percent off of any tables that you wish to uh, purchase. Purchase, and also too, if you just want to bring the family, come hang out, meet creators, Your tickets, yep. tickets as well. We have to give a big thank you to yes. our producer Jesse. You the best, Jesse of Dorkly Creations. Yes, and Jesse and Sebastian. Yo, her vlog, son. Yo, this not is why I married her. Not gonna yeah. lie, her <laughs> vlogs are, are lit. Hashtag I'm sad I didn't go go to Amsterdam with her or go to that <laughs> Boys to Men concert. <laughs> oh salty. man, I forgot what was I doing that day. Not watching. Not Boys watching Men. Boys to Men. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. Super facts. Oh, oh man. man. Um, as of today that we were recording, uh, you can't be serious. Issue three just dropped. Um, I currently recorded a new series that I'm doing with. Uh, Demetrius Lane on Talos by Law, the Art of Storytelling channel. Um, Tommy, as he was editing, I let him hear it as he was editing, said he wants to be down, so Tommy would be my third co-host on that. It seems like we just all are interchangeable on each other's shows, creating new shows, and just doing our thing, and it's so much fun. Like, it is. No, like I know, good, I, I know, I know. I gotta get back into the YouTube scene, and I will very soon. Very, I mean, very with this soon. setup here, we're gonna have an awesome YouTube setup. Oh, yo, facts. You but know, no, no, like I have to be outside YouTube running videos on YouTube. That like, because podcasting, podcasting is so. It's not that it's easy, but it's so like easy, like accessible. Like I could just sit, talk. Well, we're going to we'll talk. Done. We'll talk about creating content next. We'll do that as another episode. Oh, I really absolutely. want to get into Nickelodeon episodes. Look out for that because we're going to do Nickelodeon. And well, I am. Oh, we still we still have to do that '90s episode. Yeah. I'm I'm super yeah. like we if we don't do that I'm going to be very upset. In our video guys, game episode, we got a lot of yeah, stuff on the docket. Just kind of uh, kind of Game of Thrones kind of took up the majority of it. We still have the end game too. Gonna be we movies. have end game part two coming out. I know it's a bit a couple weeks late, but you know, we got to get those things out. Yeah, we want to see Brightburn. We want to talk about that. That's coming out soon. I think it's coming out this weekend, next weekend. John Wick 3. John Wick 3, which has come out already. So we're late to the game. I'm watching it this weekend with the fam. And then, um, I know this is all not Game of Thrones related. I know, I know, it's not. You could have signed off at this point, but you know, but, you we're know, just okay, here. Bye. <laughs> see you later. Um, but they announced uh, part four. Coming out yeah. next yes. year, I'm twenty twenty one. We're gonna talk about Let's reactions. Go, with yeah. But um, I am your host Sebastian. I am Tone from across the hall, and I am Law. 
and we will see you guys next time. Stay nerdy. Peace.